Welcome to Dudes on Movies, a podcast where dudes talk about movies. I'm your dude, Scott. I'm your dude, Dave. And today we're discussing 2013's Fruitvale Station, directed by Ryan Coogler and starring Michael B. Jordan. But before we do that, let's talk about what we've been watching. Dave, what have you been watching? I watched Assault on Precinct 13. Ooh, yeah, nice. Pretty cool. It's on Shutter right now. Really? And uh, you know, you got uh, you got early John Carpenter, and it's and it's mm-hmm. and it's and it's excellent. And you remember we talked about all the synthesizer scores, yeah. you know, that, that are throughout his movies. If you want to see like where the kind of the I don't know if it was the birth of it, but it's one of the coolest ones. I mean, it's it's just like it gets in your head, and it's mm-hmm. throughout the movie. And apparently, John himself is is in the movie. He's like one of the gang members. Okay. <laughs> um, there, there's a guy with long hair and a mustache and tight pants. Yeah, and that's definitely that, him. That, that's him. Cigarette? Yep. Okay. That's how you know. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Surrounded by a cloud of smoke. Yes. <laughs> um, so what do you think overall? Oh, it's it's such a good time. I, I, I like that movie quite a bit. I'm going to watch it again real soon. So is it a horror movie? Not really. I didn't think so. No, because um, there's nothing real supernatural going on. It's, it's pretty much just a... I, I guess it's a it's a remake of some of some Howard or not a remake but yeah, it was like inspired yeah. by a Howard Hawks movie. Well, you I know. think this was a remake or this was remade, but some th- this one was remade yeah. back in two thousand five. Yeah, and I mean I didn't see the remake, but but this one the one from seventy six is is really good and um, I I really enjoyed it. It was a good movie, dude. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. It's probably on Shutter because it's John Carpenter. Yes, it's got to be cool. I watched God. This sucks. Um, okay, it's not a movie. But I got a DVD from the library for the children. I watched the Goosebumps TV show from 1990. Um, it wasn't good? I know. Big surprise, huh? <laughs> anyway, uh, this ep- we watched Say Cheese and Die and Say Cheese and Die Again. <laughs> so the first one has Ryan Gosling in it. Wow. And let me tell you, this shit is awful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He actually does okay as a, a kid actor. Most of the kids do. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the girl was okay, too. Actually, she sucked. Okay. They all sucked. <laughs> this show sucks. Never watch Goosebumps, ever. <laughs> Never. That's what I've been watching. It's that's it's terrible. Okay. Um, did you ever read any of the R.L. Stein the adventures? I, I had, like, all of them. Yeah, you know? of course. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> I don't remember them at all. Okay. So, yeah, uh, this, this sucks. No. Goosebumps that... 90s kid TV show is terrible. Never yeah, watch yeah, it. Yeah, steer ever. clear. Fine. Yeah. Uh, so let's talk about something good. Yes. Let's talk about Fruit Fail Station. Dave, why don't you give everyone a synopsis? Sure. Um, this is the, uh, it's, a, it's a, a biographical film about the last day in the life of Oscar Grant. He was a uh, a guy in San Fr- in the San Francisco area who, um, unfortunately, he was wrongfully murdered by the Bark Police in San mm-hmm. Francisco. Yep, he, he was there celebrating with his friends on New Year's on New Year's night, and he gets in a fight on the subway, and he is blamed for the whole thing, and uh, the police act horribly, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, and and this is the like it it depicts the incident but it also gets like asks us to kind of get to know the man right uh b- b- before he was killed it's kind of a day in the life yep. leading up to the event yeah it all takes place on new year's eve from morning to after midnight yep uh from start of his day to you know sadly the end of his life right um police brutality is a very hot topic right now and it has been for a long time yeah and i think this movie handles it very well i agree it uh it's not too one-sided. Like, it is, you know, showing how terrible it is. You know, that's kind of the message it's sending. But it also just shows how it can happen to anybody. You know, it's just, it's not like they really, they picked him because he was involved in the fight. But, like, this is a guy who's trying to turn his life around. It wasn't some guy who's committing crimes left and right. You right. know, he just kind of was in the wrong place at the wrong time and it happened to him. Right. You know, and the police, they did the wrong thing. Yes. They did the wrong thing. They act rashly and, yeah. and they, they I mean everything going on around them that everybody's got their cameras out and, and they they <laughs> Yeah, the event was in two thousand nine. Yes. Yeah. Um and So camera phones were around. Right. Mm-hmm. And and before the movie even starts, we, we see like a portion of the real footage that was taken on somebody's cell phone camera. Yeah, it's kinda like in Malcolm X. Yep. They show the Rodney King beating and stuff. Right. It, it's the real footage. Yep. Um and it cuts the footage before you see the gunfire. Right. But you still hear it. Yep. You hear the uh, shot ring out. I'm glad I didn't have to watch the real thing. I don't want to see it. I don't know if you've watched it. I have not. Okay. I don't want to see that. But no. um, 
it's a really strong way to start the movie. Like, right. It doesn't tell you it's the real footage. It just starts. It opens with that. Yep. And uh, you don't know if it's the real footage or not, but you can gleam from the movie that that was the real footage. And the way people are behaving in the footage, I uh-huh. mean, all the, all the, you know, you, you just, all you, you hear a lot of people. People are like, that's fucked up. Exactly. You know, like Screaming. Just, yeah. And, and yeah. Yeah. Just a, a ton of people like, like, like not, not doing stuff that you see in movies. Uh-huh. Um, you, you, you get right away that this is the real footage and, and you're, you're just hoping they're going to cut before you hear that shot. Ring uh-huh. out. And thankfully they do. Yep. But you hear it. Yep. And then it, the screen's black, and you hear the gunshot, right? And some screaming, and then from there it goes into it's still a black screen, and you hear Oscar talking to Sofina, his mm-hmm. girlfriend, yep. who he I think he wants to marry, but we never even get around to that, right? She's talking about how she's gonna do something to form a new habit. It takes thirty yeah. days, <laughs> you right. know. Um, and then it's second nature. She's gonna cut carbs. She says, "Yes." <laughs> <laughs> And then he says, you know, I'm going to stop slinging trees because he's just selling dope, you know, <laughs> selling drugs, selling. I guess it's just weed yeah. he's selling. But yeah. they start the movie off with, all right, let's, we're going to change who we are, <laughs> you know, uh, which really sets in that dread of what you know is going to happen because they're trying to change. This is yeah. a new start. It's a new year, you know. Happy New Year, everybody. Of course. <laughs> By the way. Yeah, yeah. Th- this, this, that, that was the reason we picked it, of yep. course. Uh, uh, th- these themes that we have to do, we, we of course, want to talk about Fruitvale Station because it's a great movie. I would have picked this movie of in July. Exactly. You know? This yeah. is a great film. Yeah. But yeah, that's um, how it starts. Yes, and it's and it's hard and like so th- this opening scene happened. It's just it's just two people kind of in bed together, you know, having what what you the kind of conversation you'd have when you're in private like this, mm-hmm. and. What makes the movie really hard to watch um, is because, you know, of course, we know what the ending's going to be. Yeah. We go in knowing what the ending is, is you know, it, it's, it's we know how it ends up. And the, 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 this part establishes the characters, mm-hmm. but it also has this, this overwhelming sense of dread mm-hmm. because it says right on the screen, New Year's Eve 2008. Yeah. So... We're going to be there for one day with this person mm-hmm. and these people. Um, so so we know right away that, 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 that this guy's life is ending in 24 hours or less. Right. So it starts out with this. They're kind of fighting because he cheated on her. Yeah. And he's like, it's just the one time. And she's like, no, you got caught one time. Right. You know. Sophina, played by Melanie Diaz, is a really good character and a really good performance from her. Um, she's awesome. She takes no shit from him. No, she speaks her mind. Uh, (laughs) and she's actually a good person. Like she's, I don't think she's been mixed up in bad stuff. She's just with this guy who does that, you know? Yeah. She's had a life. She doesn't have any, any criminal record. She's just going around doing, she's a normal person going around, uh, working and, and, uh, uh, she's Mm -hmm. good. They they have a kid together. I feel like they, cause he's 22 in this movie and their daughter's like five, maybe. Yep. So they got together a long time ago and probably yeah. had a kid in high school, you yep. know, um, and they've been together since, which is great, you it know, is. actually to see they're trying to be a family, which is good. And they want to be a family, yes. you know, even though he's out cheating on her with piece of shit, but, <laughs> <laughs> but it, it sets up his character. Like you said, like, here's a guy who has done many wrong things in the past. Yes. He's kind of established as kind of a screw up. You know, a screw up is the right word. He's a screw up. He keeps fucking things up, even though he's trying not to. He either can't help himself or he's just not smart enough to think maybe I shouldn't be here right now. Maybe Mm -hmm. I shouldn't be around this. You know, Um, and you see him throughout the day, all these different things happening where there are moments of him like realizing I have to change, Mm -hmm. which, again, just makes it even more dreadful. You know, he's going to die. I know. And I feel like. Things like this could be like really heavy-handed in films, yeah. and Ryan Coogler's direction is perfect. <laughs> it keeps it in check. Completely, it just feels like a real, normal day without things being like hammered into your skull. You know, uh huh. Um, and you see this dude, and you're just like, oh man, I know this is gonna suck. It, 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 it just <laughs> yes, of course, because yeah. it makes you it makes you. You, you can never forget throughout watching this movie like how precious and how tenuous life mm-hmm. is. Um. He is making decisions that are going to affect the rest of his life. He's trying to turn things around. Yep. And and even though he keeps messing things up, and uh, maybe he's not going to be successful mm-hmm. if 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 he was to go on. Maybe he would continue to 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 you know sell dope or whatever. Yep. 
but but he's at least contemplating you know his place in life and and he's he's actually attempting to 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 fix things and and you you can never forget because we're watching a movie right what is going to happen to him like there's a lot of things that happen that are just like they could just spark a totally different path for this guy yes like when he He's thinking about his time in prison. And there's the flashback. He ends up dumping his weed into the ocean. Right. He's like, I'm done. Right. I'm done. Even though he needs the money from selling that. He yes. Can't, he's like, I got to change. And, you know, that's a lot of money there. It, he just I mean, dumps that. that in the, it's a whole fucking gallon Ziploc, Exactly. Man. Yeah. That, and it's probably good stuff. Oh, you know, <laughs> you know it's primo shit. And he just dumped, like, you know, right. at, at least four pounds of Thousands stuff of in, dollars yes. into the ocean. Yes. And that dude was going to buy it. Yeah. I mean, like. He, he, and his rent's due tomorrow. Yes. And he has no money because he lost his job. That's right. Doing that, that's real initiative mm-hmm. right there. He is going to change. <laughs> I know. And, and there's a great scene, another later scene between. Uh, Oscar and Sofina when when he admits to her finally uh-huh. that he lost his job. That's a good scene. Uh, it's, He's it's, finally being honest. It's one of my favorite scenes in the movie. And he even said like she starts yelling at him. He's like, "Let me talk. I'm trying to be real for finally." You yes. Know? Um. And he admits to her, "I lost my job two weeks ago," because <laughs> she calls bullshit on him. Right. Like, "Oh, you." You went in and lost your job today on your day off. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. he's like, all right. <laughs> it was two weeks ago. And she lectures him about that, yeah. like saying, so you've, you've lost your job for two weeks and didn't tell me. Yeah. And then when he admits that he, like, dumped the weed into the ocean, she says, I could slap you right now. Uh-huh. Um, it's, it, she's kind of smiling when she says it because <sighs> she, she knows that maybe that wasn't the smartest thing he could have done, mm-hmm. but she's also very proud of him. Because she knows what it means. Yes. Like I said, that's an initiative he took. Like mm-hmm. that that shows yep. his conviction. Right. It's, he's, it's not just him saying I'm going to change. Right. That shows to her, proves to her, I am changing. This isn't a criminal in, in a stupid heist movie yeah. getting one last score and then retiring. Right. This is a man who actually is going to try to make changes in his life. Right. And when you said she says, I could slap you right now, you can see in her face that she's actually happy. Yeah. She knows it's not good for them because they're not going to pay rent this month. Yep. But she knows that this is the best thing for them. I mean, like... Because <laughs> then they, they're going to start to make love there. Of, of you course, know? exactly. Because she's over she's overwhelmed with, 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 with his his like willingness to actually, you know, go straight for once uh-huh. and, and, and try, to, try to be a member of society, you know? <laughs> oh, and then there's another incident later when they're on celebrating New Year's and they have to use the bathroom. Yeah. He gets this shop owner to let the girls in to go pee, mm-hmm. and um, they let him in, and he's just standing on the street, and then this other guy comes up, this white guy with uh, his wife, who's pregnant, right? and he talks the guy into letting her in to use the bathroom, too, um, and then I love the shop owner. He's like, no more. Yes. Like, I'm done, <laughs> <Yes>. you guys. <laughs> but what a nice shop owner, actually. I know. That was really he, nice he of him to do. He cool dude. Because he's like... Just the girls, right? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, it's just the girls. Uh-huh. Because he doesn't want 20 dudes coming into yeah, the exactly. shop. Yeah, you exactly. Know, what are they going to do? Dudes, yeah, right? yeah, like, uh, yeah, exactly. He's smart. He's yeah. not going to do that. But then uh, it's, <laughs> it's Oscar and this dude, This this he looks well off, this white guy, Yeah, talking about, just they're just small talking, kind mm-hmm. of. And uh, they talk about marriage. And the guy says they've been married for seven, eight, eight, eight years. Eight years now. Mm-hmm. He, he says something about, are you going to, are you thinking about it, you know? And he's like, I can't afford it. Mm-hmm. And then the guy says, well, that's a terrible excuse. Yeah. And he asks him where he got his ring. And he's like, well, I stole it. I wouldn't recommend doing that, though. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then he gives him his business card. There's a job opportunity, you know, right. all this. You know, you could see it going well for him, maybe. Of course. You know? Ugh. And your heart's breaking yep, all over yep, again. You're like, great. All right. Yes. So, Yeah. <laughs> because he, he's, he's gonna die. He, he has a, yes, and and throughout throughout the movie, we, we see Oscar interacting with a lot of people. The, this guy, uh, the shop owner, um, mm-hmm. people at the store, whatever. Like y- you can see the, the the potential of this guy to to become, you know, just something in life. People right. like him, and you know, like we've we've seen we see all sides of him too. Yeah, we see like the bad side of and course. the good side. Of course, like in the supermarket. He helps that lady who's looking for a fish to Katie. fry. Katie. Yep. That's mm-hmm. the character's name, yep. Katie. Anyway, he helps her out by calling his grandma so she can talk to her and give her a, a recipe, you know? <laughs> and we've already established that he's cheated. Yeah. So in this scene, you're like, all right, what's his end game here? Is he trying to get with this chick? 
that he's, you think that at first, and then yeah. it just turns out being nothing. Just it's a good deed, you know. It is now he is flirtatious with her because she's good looking. Yeah, but, but it's but he's twenty two, and you know like th- that that's what you do, I guess, at that age. Yeah, now, he doesn't do anything with her. He's completely a gentleman about it. But but yeah, th- th- I think that's what it like maybe motivates him to help her is that she's cute. Right. Afterwards, you don't feel like okay, he was trying to no. cheat or anything no. like that, and um. He didn't walk over to her and do it. She was standing right next to him when he starts talking to her yep. about it. Um, so that shows the good side of him. And then in the flashbacks, we see bad sides of him. You know, of like in prison, he's about to fight this dude, right. this like racist Nazi guy. Oh my god! Which it comes in important later. So right. is the so is Katie. That all comes into play later, of course. You know? And and I'm glad you I'm glad you brought up that 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 stuff about him about showing all sides of him because. Um, I remember reading a, a very unfair review that said uh, that the portrayal of Oscar was, quote, relentlessly positive. Um, I mean, in the final scene of the movie, Oscar, or in the first scene of the movie, I should say, Oscar and Sophina are talking about his infidelity. Mm-hmm. And we, we also, in the store, when he's helping Katie, when, when he gives her the phone and she's grandma's helping yes. her, he goes over to the manager's asking for his job back, and the guy is like saying, look, Oscar, I can't do it, and then Oscar turns really ugly really bad i mean he's just threatening this guy so yeah you want me to be waiting outside the store for you you know yeah yeah it's really bad oh. and and i mean the guy is clearly scared uh-huh you know he's like you ain't gonna give me my job mm-hmm. you need me to wait outside wow like he is that's that's not good stuff no of course you don't no. say that if you're a nice person exactly yeah and and he he is he I guess he's just reverting to to what he knows of his instincts. Like I can get what I want by 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 committing a violent act. Uh-huh. That thankfully it doesn't. He realizes right when he does it that that he shouldn't have said that. He kind of backs off. Yep. Um. But he's still really mad. And I mean, if, if this had happened two years ago, maybe he would have pummeled this oh, dude. Yeah. You know. And I love how he says "brah" all the time. Yeah. By the way, like, <laughs> right. it's like you want me to wait out fi- outside for you, bro? Yep, like, yep, bra. I love it. <laughs> it's 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 a refrain throughout the movie. He calls everybody male and female as bra. Yep, and and it's it's just a it's a it's a wonderful way coming out of Michael. Dope. You want me to wait outside for you, bro? <laughs> I love it. Michael B. Jordan <laughs> saying "bra" is 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 so natural and and perfect. He needs to say that. In every movie, I know. I want. I, I hope in Black Panther, he's like, "You want to fight me, bro?" <laughs> like that would be awesome. Except he's probably gonna have some like African accent or something. Yeah, you yeah, know? It's, yeah. it's gonna come out. Yeah, and and I, I want him to like say it to like Mario Lopez on oh, on, on Access. You know, like, Access. Like, like, you yes. want to interview me, bro? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Mario. <laughs> Oh man, yeah. Is Mario Lopez in Black Panther? I hope. Oh, God, I hope not. Jeez, I mean, you know what? I hope so. Actually, I should. I, say hope, I hope he not. is, yeah. and I hope he's dancing around. Yes, because he can. He can cut a rug. He could be in a Marvel movie. Of course, he could. You know, <laughs> Jesus Christ, where'd this go? Okay, I don't know. Um... <laughs> <sighs> anyway, yeah. So, um, so yeah, we're we're we're. Um, after he helps Katie at the store and, and like he's the, the store is, is a big, a, a big San Francisco grocery store and there, and there, there's this great seafood that's there. He's, mm-hmm. he's, he's getting, getting the crab. Yeah. He's getting Dungeness crab for his mom's, uh, birthday that night. Yeah. Um, they're having a big party. His mom is played by Octavia Spencer. The, the, she's great. The great movie. Octavia Spencer. She's a great actress, but she's dynamite in this movie. I mean, she, she also she kind of like as as great as she is she also just kind of defines reality and I think that that's mm-hmm. what makes her so good probably she yeah. seems so real yes like 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 she could be someone who works with you mm-hmm. or she could be your neighbor I mean she just looks like uh so um that th- there, there's nothing Hollywood glamour about her uh-huh. and I like that that they have her in this because like she's such a great counterpoint to everything Oscar is doing mm-hmm. and in that scene with the flashback that's about a, it's about two years prior. I love her in that scene. I mean, she she's just like so authoritative with Oscar while also being loving. Right. They're in the prison visiting area. Yeah. She's come to see him because he's in jail. Mm-hmm. You know, probably again. Yeah, of course. He's been in and out. Yep. And she eventually just tells him, I can't do this anymore. I'm not coming in here anymore. And she tells him how it is. Like, you want me to bring your daughter up here? Yeah. And he's like, no, you can't expose her to this. Well, you've already been exposing her to this, man. That's right. It's not my fault if I bring her up here. Yeah. You're the one who's in here. Of course. Because you, you, you made those choices. Yep. And even in that moment when he's he's like, she's asking him kind of serious questions about what his plans mm-hmm. for the future are. And he keeps he keeps diverting the conversation back yeah. to, you know, like trivial things about, about mm-hmm. their home life. Yep. And 
what 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 sets her off completely is this 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 skinhead jackass uh-huh. this neo-nazi fuck mm-hmm. walks up and says insulting things about her um yep. is she a snitch is she too? a snitch like you mm-hmm. and oscar gets up in front of his mother and reacts the way you have to in prison pretty much yep which is you know showing no fear mm-hmm. and ready to fight at any moment and he's got that black eye yep. And his mom asked him about it and he defers he just deflects it exactly you know? Like, oh, how's it going at home? Yep. Like you just said. Yep. And, and th- this is what finally she, she just like, you know what? I'm done because like mm-hmm. she, she knows, okay, in prison, of course, we, we talked about it on American Me about how you have, how the way you have to be. Yeah. You have to be hard. Yes. And, and th- that's the reality of prison. You got to be, there's two ways to do it. Yes. You either act like the top dog or you submit to everyone around you. Absolutely. Yep. And for Octavia Spencer, um, that is no way to live mm-hmm. because she lives in the real world in, right. the, in, in, you know, like polite society where that's not how we do things. Mm-hmm. And when she sees that that's how her son is acting right in front of her um, and that it's not really him, mm-hmm. you know, he, yeah. he's just doing it because of where he is. Like, like she knows I can't be here. I, I can't watch mm-hmm. this. And one of the most heart wrenching things in the movie is after this, she's like, I'm out of here. And she starts walking away. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Mom, can I get a hug? Yeah. Give me a hug. He's like desperately wanting to hug his mom. And she's walking away, doesn't even look back. Right. And the cops are tackling him because he's chasing her out of the visiting area. And he keeps screaming, I need a hug. Jeez, man. I know. You're in prison trying to be this hard dude, <laughs> but you're screaming and crying about getting a hug from your mom. In front of this, other inmates. This is not you. Yep. You should not be in prison. That's you need right. to change. If you want your mom, you got to get out of here, yep. man. Because that asshole who picked a fight with you, he doesn't care about his mom. I was just about to say that. You know? That guy would kill his mom. That's right. This is not you. <laughs> God damn. Oscar, shape up. Yes, exactly. Get get back with Sophina mm-hmm. and your kid and have a nice life. Yep. You know, um, and he... he he tries, which is where that's where we catch up with him. Like yep. he's in, we see him on this day yep. making his decisions to be better. And the the way he lost his job was was due to tardiness, I guess, habitual being late. Yeah, um, which is something that that many many young people struggle with. Mm-hmm. You know, being with, on like, time, being on time. You you just you just can't get there on time, mm-hmm. and and that happens. People get fired for being late. You know, fifteen times. Um, it's a screw up thing to do. But uh, at age twenty two, it's 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 not understandable, yeah. but but it's something that happens every day. Especially when you're selling, you know, weed. Of course, and selling drugs. Of course, and doing stuff like that. You're out partying when you shouldn't be. Oh yeah. Um, and and you're just you know like you're you're figuring things out because uh-huh. you're not an you're not quite you're an adult, but you're not really grown up yet. Right. Yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> you're just as much a kid as your daughter. Of course. Let's talk about the daughter. Yeah, Tatiana. Tatiana, man, they call her T. Yep. His love for his daughter, that drives his life, right. you know, more than Sophina, more than his mom, anything. He will do anything for his daughter. Right. And they, they really show this, like, it, how much he loves her. Like, he's brushing his teeth with her before they go out. Yeah. And he, he sneaks her an extra fruit by the foot because <laughs> Sophina says no. That was like, a great dad move. Man, yeah. like, he's like, he's like, here you go. You know? <laughs> like, and, like, even the way he talks around her. Yeah. Like... Instead of saying hella, yeah. he says hecka. Does he say hecka? Yes. I didn't He's notice like, that. We're gonna go to Chuck E. Cheese and I'm gonna get you hecka tokens. Oh wow. Like I didn't know that. He word. doesn't even say hella. Okay. You know? I, I thought Michael B. Jordan just made up a word. He, he said hecka. He's watching his language around his daughter. That's impressive. That, he changes hella to hecka. Like that is Man. Yes. Such a small touch, but I caught that. I'm like, dude, this guy. Uh like we've seen, he's already affecting his daughter with prison. Yeah. And the way he talks around her, he doesn't even say hella. You know, like, <laughs> this guy knows he should be doing the right thing around his daughter. Of course. And she brings out the best in him through, oh, throughout the yes. whole movie we see. I mean, Definitely. Like, you know, whenever he's dealing with her, um, you know, he, he the, the way he's, like, getting her ready for bed. And, and in the first scene of the movie, when, he, when, when she crawls into bed with them and he's, like, just totally down with it, even though Sophina's like, oh, God, this, right. you know. Because uh, he wants her to come in. He wants her them. to come in there, right? Mm-hmm. He's okay with this. Mm-hmm. And when he picks her up, when he takes her to daycare, um, and when he picks her up from daycare, that's one of my favorite scenes. Yeah, when they pick her up. Yeah, uh, it's a steady cam shot, uh, following him going up the driveway to the backyard where they're playing, and mm-hmm. 
he just walks in and Tatiana sees him and runs and hugs him and the camera's just right there yep. with him the whole time. And then it cuts from this, him signing her out and everything. And then it cuts to, he says, like, you think you can beat me in a race or yeah. something? And then he takes off. And then it's a slow motion, like, shot of him running down the driveway with T chasing him. Yep. The music's perfect there. And it's just such a sweet moment. Uh-huh. And it's bittersweet because you know what's going to happen. Of course. And the way Michael B. Jordan's running down the the driveway <laughs> is like this playful like i'm a cartoon like with his arms like oh, way yeah, up yeah. in the air you know pointed out like t1000 like <laughs> and he's like ducked down you know yep he's got this really snar- yeah. he's got this snarl on his yeah. face <laughs> yeah yeah it's like he's in friday night lights again but, yes, but yes, he's yes, now yes. he's a cartoon <laughs> you know <laughs> but it's just him playing with his daughter yeah and there's <laughs> nothing more he wants to do in that moment than that it is it's so cool and and then Capping off, capping it off with that impressive leap on top of the car. He jumps on top of their car. Wow, <laughs> denting the roof in yeah. the process. <laughs> and Sophina is in the dr- passenger seat, like, "What are you doing?" Yes, yes. But she's not mad. No, she's just like kind of like laughing with it, like, "What the heck?" Right, right. Yeah, she, she would, she would rather him not do this, but, right, but yeah. she understands that she, he's just having a good time with his daughter. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. <laughs> That's one of my favorite scenes too. It's it just, is. There's a lot of good scenes. I know. Um, and then from there we go to uh, to his mom's birthday party, mm-hmm. where we meet like the rest of the family, the like his sister and um, I. I th- there's two guys there who I'm not sure who Maybe they are. Maybe one's like grandpa and an uncle or something like okay. that. Okay, that's what I assumed. And I and one of them, I I I, I guess we, we we never know Oscar's father really. We we don't know where where he's at. Yeah. Um, but, and I'm, I'm not sure if one of those guys is, uh, is like maybe Octavia's boyfriend or something. I'm not sure. Maybe. Yeah. I kind of got that it was an uncle and grandpa. Okay. Something like that. So maybe, I mean, it could yeah. be a boyfriend cause yeah. I don't know. Um, and then they're, they're having a good time and, and grandma's there making gumbo. God, it looks like a great time. Man. I want to be in this kitchen. Dude. I mean, yeah. Cause, <laughs> cause the, these, these food scenes that we, that we rhapsodize over this one, another one where you see Sophina and, and, and grandma and Octavia Spencer, like, like doing the, like they're, they're crabbing, uh-huh. you know, they're, yeah, they're, they're taking got, the shells off. Yes. They're talking shit. Yes. <laughs> on <exactly>. Oscar. <laughs> like making fun of how bad he is at cracking crab. Of course. Of course. <laughs> And it looks like great fun, and man, your your mouth is watering. Because mm. because what a New Year's feast that would be. Because you're gonna have Grandma's gumbo, dude. Mm. It, it, on the coast, you know that's fresh. <laughs> oh yeah, you know. God, man. Uh, and <laughs> I love the birthday card that he gets her for his sister. Because <laughs> earlier in the movie, his sister calls to ask for rent money, which he knows he doesn't have, but he says he's going to give her money. Yep. Another thing that just shows that he is a good person yes. when he wants to be. Yes. And she's like, don't get me none of those cards with white people on them. She says, and- <laughs> don't get me no fake ass card with white people on it. <laughs> and it shows him go to the store to get the card. And he just finds a card with a- <laughs> the Worst white people family, you know, staged, you know, Sears, J.C. Penny photo oh, you can see. These people, and he's are like, yeah, brand. yes, he gets it. He immediately. When you picks see it. him grab that card, I was, I just bust out laughing as uh-huh. hard as I can. <laughs> <laughs> and then he pulls it out at the party to sign it, and he shows everyone, and they're like, oh my god, <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So uh, then, mom tells them to take the train. Yeah, he's he's washing dishes with mom, and and she it, like he says they're gonna go into the city and 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 have New Year's fun, and uh, she tells him tells him to take the train because it'll be safer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure, it's a great idea. Sure, the train might be safe. Yeah, the yeah. people the there people won't on it be. will not be safe. <laughs> and we we see right away that that, that like how, like how how quickly things can escalate uh-huh. on this situation. If you've ever been on a train in Chicago or San Francisco or mm-hmm. St. Louis or anywhere, mm-hmm. um, like when you're when you're coming back from a Cardinal game on the Metrolink, uh-huh. um, and and <laughs> all those drunken yahoos are are you know carrying on. Oh yeah, I've had um, a few crazies walk up to me before. I'm like, course. oh man, of course, the, the, this this could like go south at any moment uh-huh. and thankfully it doesn't on the ride into the city because the bart party happens oh i want to be in this party too. dude you know it looks awesome <laughs> <laughs> i probably wouldn't dance myself but yeah but, i don't you know. know i don't know the don't train's know. delayed yeah and uh everyone's like bumming because they're gonna miss the fireworks out on the bay yeah and so what they do is they like everyone like randomly kind of just starts helping each other out yeah which is awesome it is a cool you know thing. new year spirit yep you know 
the one guy like pulls out these big speakers, you yes. know, and one of Oscar's friends playing like a song on his iPhone or whatever yeah. he's got. So the guy pulls out the speakers and they're all like, yeah, they and hook then, it up. And... and then everyone starts dancing on yes. this train. It's awesome and having a good time. It's a, it's like a, there, it's this little community that they've built like in this train. Yeah. And Oscar's just like, Hey, you got to watch to this other dude over there. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. And they, he comes over and they're just doing the countdown right. on this guy's watch. And right. It's just such a great, you know, community they've created. I know. It looks like good. It looks like a really good This time. is brotherhood and fellowship. Yes. This is what New Year's is about. Of course. It's what it's supposed to be. The next train ride sucks, though. Yes. The next train ride, <laughs> oh, it, it happens. Wow. You go uh, from the best train ride ever to the worst. And, and I mean, I, I don't. Look. Okay. So, <laughs> so. We, we, we don't know, we, we never met Oscar Grant. I don't know how much of the, the lead up to the incident is fictionalized. I don't know. Yes. I was, I was going to ask you if you knew about that. Yeah. Because this is a one day snapshot of right. this guy and all this life changing stuff yeah. is in it. I'm sure a lot of it's probably made up to you know, serve so. the story and yeah. the, the point of the movie. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to say none of it no. happened. Because if, if we, the events that happened did happen, yes, he probably went to the store and got crab. He yes. probably had a birthday party with his mom. You know, he might not have gone and dumped weed in the ocean. It's, he might not have helped a dying dog. I know exactly. The, 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 those things might be cinematic, but even if even if only like seven out of the fourteen things we see are true, mm-hmm. it still proves that this was a normal person. That yeah. this was this was a, a a person in the world who is just trying to make something of themselves and is trying to 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 have a good life mm-hmm. and why that life matters, you yeah. know, and 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 why it's a tragedy that it was cut down so short. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we, we we get back off of the we're we're on the way back to uh, to Hayward and we get into Fruitvale Station and mm-hmm. uh, the train is stopped and um, some guy who was in San Quentin with him. Yeah, the guy, uh, the guy, the white guy. I thought. Yeah, was from, it the from same the guy? Flashback. I think it's the same guy. Okay. Uh, what happens is he's trying to find a seat because they're tired and they're yeah. going back home. So Fina says, "Go find a seat. I'm good. I'll, right. I'll sit here. You, you go find one." Right. So he goes and he bumps into Katie. Yep. And she's like, "Oscar, mm-hmm. hey." And she's there with her boyfriend. Yeah. And uh, he's like, turns around, and he's like, "Oh, hey." And Sophina, you know, hears a girl calling out to Oscar, yes. and she's immediately like, mm? "Uh huh. What? What's going huh? on? Right." But we don't get to see her confront Oscar because then this white asshole yep. says, Oscar, from wherever we mm-hmm. were, I don't know, from right. the prison. Right. And then gets in his face and they start fighting and there's a brawl. It's a big rumble in the train. And then they, they get broken up and they hear the cops are called in and mm-hmm. they all you know spread out. They right. try to leave. They get off the station platform and they try to leave and they get caught by the cops right there on the platform yeah. in front of the whole train that stopped. And this is where the shit happens. Right. Some asshole cop starts slinging his dick around yep. and punching people, throwing people, kicking people, screaming. This guy sucks. Yes. And this isn't even the guy that shoots him. Nope. Um, I forget the guy who plays him. The guy who plays the, the shooter? Yeah. His, it's Kevin, Chad Michael Murray. Chad Michael Murray? Yeah. Is it? Are you From, sure? Yeah, the, the guy who actually does the shooting is Chad Michael Murray. Oh, okay. That's not yeah. who I'm talking about. Okay. The cop that's being a dick the whole time yeah. is uh, Kevin Durand. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, who I like. He played Martin Keem in Lost. Did, did, did you know him yeah. from somewhere else? Or I knew him from The Strain. Did oh, you ever watch that yeah, show? I, I did not watch I the show. I think he plays I, okay. Vasily or something okay. in that show. Yeah. I, I only saw the first season, but it was pretty good. Okay. But man, this guy's intense. I know. You want to kill this guy. Yeah. And you think he's going to be the guy that shoots because of the way he's acting. Right. No, but he's just a dick. Yep. He's not a murderer. He's a dick. Yeah, he's um he he's over officious mm-hmm. um like like a lot of cops today unfortunately. Yeah. He's militarized. He he's he's treating his job as as though, you know, like he is judge, jury and executioner yeah. instead of just someone mm-hmm. who's supposed to keep the peace. Mm-hmm. Um he is detaining these guys and not looking for he, he never asks Oscar, hey, where's the other he guy? He doesn't look for the white guys no. that were involved. Right. Ugh. And that guy is hiding on the train, and none of the other passengers on the train are helping the situation. He goes on the train to look for Oscar. Yeah. And he just finds him and takes him. Yep. No one else. He just takes the one other black guy he thinks in, is involved. And it's like and Oscar very naturally is denied. He's like, look, I wasn't doing anything. You know, I, yeah. well, clearly we know he he, he was involved in a, in a fight. We, yeah. we know that. So why wouldn't he point out the other dudes 
Is he afraid of what kind of retaliation yes. would happen from snitching of course. again? Of course, because yeah. he's still in that. He still has that mentality that, that Octavia Spencer's character like like just couldn't handle. That's right. still in him somewhere. Right, because he threw a punch too on the train. You know, we we saw his like when he's talking to Katie. Oh, hey, how's it going? And mm-hmm. then when the guy confronts him, like like Michael B. Jordan, because he's a great actor, mm-hmm. his whole. Oh expression changes like he that changes because he morphs yes with, with, with that that beautiful smile that, mm-hmm. that michael b jordan has it just it just vanishes mm-hmm. and now he's like just this this becomes guy. a snarl yes yes oh. i mean like and and now he looks like a guy who who a lot of people fear mm-hmm. you know but that drops when he's detained by the cops Yep, you know, and then he's trying to help really he's trying to call because some of his friends are getting rowdy and he's like yeah. no stop yes stop Stop. Right. He's trying to control it because he knows it's bad. Yeah. This is bad. You're not helping, dude. Stop <laughs> talking. Stop standing up. Right. And then uh, because he's trying to help, the other cop like throws him on the ground and starts kneeling on his back. At one point, the the, the big cop, uh, Durand. The, uh-huh. the, the, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Kevin Durand. <laughs> Officer Caruso is Off- the character. Oh, my God. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, so Caruso. <laughs> He uh, he puts a knee on the back of Oscar's head Ugh. while it's on the ground, and he's putting pressure there. And everyone, or all the bystanders, the train is stopped. Everyone is just like looking out the windows mm-hmm. or through the doors, mm-hmm. and then the other suspects are there, and they've all got their cell phone cameras out. They're, yep. they're filming all this, and they're going, "Hey, what are you doing? That's not yep. fair. That's uh-huh. bullshit." And it's not just a one-time thing where like, okay, now I'm going to let you up if, 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 if you know. Oh, yeah, up. no. He's, he's like kind of enjoying putting more and more pressure and letting up, putting more pressure yep. on. He even kicks him. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then Chad Michael Murray, we don't see it, but we just hear a shot. Uh-huh. And then they put the camera on Oscar, who's still down on the ground, and he's just saying- Yeah, face down. I'm shot. I, someone yeah. shot me. Like, yep. And it you stops shot me. everything. Like, like everyone, mm-hmm. everyone shuts up. Yeah. Um, cause it's only one shot we hear, but it was unfortunately and then Caruso screaming. Why isn't this train moving? Yes. Get it out of here. Yes. Ugh. Like, like, I don't know if he's and in that's in that part of the situation. He's like trying to control everything, mm-hmm. but then he goes to the other cop Ugh. and says, what happened? Yeah. Um, and the guy doesn't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He shot him accidentally. Apparently. He says he was going like later mm-hmm. we find out he was so said he was going for his taser yeah. and accidentally pulled his firearm. But guess what? If you were going to tase this dude cuz he pulled a trigger. Yes. If you were going to tase this guy while you were on top of him and Officer Caruso, you would have all got tased. Are you stupid? You know who I don't know. Maybe 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 that's what he tried to do and he wasn't thinking cuz he obviously wasn't thinking. Right. But man, that's bullshit. Completely. I mean, do you keep your taser right next to your gun? They, they've got to be. Do on, they? I, I don't know. I don't. Th- I wouldn't think so. That that's a that's a stupid way to prepare a utility belt. <laughs> right. Is to, to put both the fatal and the the stun gun <laughs> on on the same sidearm? What are you I doing? I can see that being in some like spoof. Like, of course, you know, there's like one course. that says on and off next yes, to this. I don't yes, know. Something, something really obvious yeah, like that. Really cartoonish. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but, but I mean, just and and and. The, the the whole idea of like with with <laughs> that that a cop a sub a, a cop who whose job is to protect the subway, um, mm-hmm. do cops need to be this militarized? I mean, do do they need to 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 like uh to have this many weapons on them at all times? I mean, is is it that much know. of a war zone on the what, goddamn subway? What if Jack Skellington shows up? Of course, you need to tank them down. That is the thinking. That is that <laughs> that is the thinking, and and it's the same the same thinking that, that leads people to want to you know like carry firearms in their truck mm-hmm. or on them and stuff like that because they got to be able to stand their ground at mm-hmm. all times. I mean, mm-hmm. are you really going to shoot somebody in public? Do do you know what that's mm-hmm. like? To actually pull the trigger and fire a gun on someone? Do you have any fucking conception, you assholes? That would suck. Of course it would. <laughs> and, and you can see on this cop's face when it actually happens. I mean, like it, I, the, the, uh, the like the thing wasn't in Oscar to like actually be uh, a fighter. Like like he was just showing out. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing with this cop. When mm-hmm. he, when it happens to him, he immediately realizes the gravity of what just took place. Yep. That he shot an unarmed suspect mm-hmm. who was in cuffs at the time. Yep. God. No, they cuff him after they shoot him. He cuffs him after the gun goes off and everyone gets taken out and the train leaves. He puts the cuffs on after he shoots this dude. He that, du- that should be 
That should just be sign number one that this guy's a fucking murderer. Of course, of course. He's like, well, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta cover up. I don't know what to do. Oh my god! What an asshole! Oh my god! I mean, that really shows the confusion of everything. And then they call the ambulance, and they actually do uncuff him at that point. And and the 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 big cop Caruso is like like trying to talk Oscar through it, like saying, "Stay with us, stay with us." Um. I like how once the gun goes off, Caruso's still kind of a dick. Yes. And he's still kind of in charge of everything. But now he's like, all right, this is really bad. Yep. This guy doesn't deserve to die. Right. And he re- he's trying to help him stay alive. And he probably realizes in that situation how what, what his contribution to this was. Oh, yeah. And he's, he's in like, trouble, too. Oh, my God. You know, mm-hmm. like, number one, I've lost my job. Number two, I might be facing criminal charges. Number three, I may have just executed someone mm-hmm. or, like, had a hand Participated. In, yes. Uh-huh. In, in someone losing a life over some bullshit. Mm-hmm. You know, um, fuck. Well, they better think about that shit, you know? Yep, they better. But yeah, it shouldn't have well to better. be because of this. Mm-hmm. Shouldn't have to be because... It's a consequence they're facing because of something they've done. Yes. They should think about it before this. Man. God. I know. And and you mentioned at the top of the program about like police police brutality being such an issue right now. The reason it's such an issue is because of stuff like this and fear of the other on both sides. Yeah. Um it, it's no accident that most of the police force is white. Mm-hmm. And it's no accident when you pull records like actual of people's emails and their phone conversations where they're making racist comments about people in their own community that they're supposed to be protecting and serving. Mm-hmm. I mean, why everyone was so like, like uh, sort of shocked and, and in awe of, of, you know, like the Ferguson police and what their internal memos said mm-hmm. Th- that really shocked you. Jeez. You know, yeah. no, of course. I mean, if you're, if you're in this world, you should know that, 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 that this is a fucked up system. And it's, it's, been this way mm-hmm. for centuries, for centuries. <laughs> ever since America started. Yeah, yeah. yeah. America mm-hmm. was founded on this. Of course. Ugh. Son of a bitch. Yeah, yeah. So, so Sophina's been out waiting to find out what's happened the whole time, and she sees Oscar getting wheeled out, and she's just like, "Oh fuck!" Yep. You know, she's she's devastated. Completely. She's calling, you know, Oscar's mom and telling her, keeping her up to date what's happening. Mm-hmm. She's like, "Oh my god, he got shot. Let's go." They all go to the hospital. They're there praying for him. And Octavia Spencer's here trying to just keep everyone together. Because all the friends show up. They're, they're spouting off at the mouth. Yeah. You know, Sophina's there. She can't even tell what's happening because she's just like probably thinking like, oh, great. Great, right. great. This is happening to me now. It's like eight guys, you know, like the, yeah. that Oscar and the friends were hanging out with. Eight guys and, yeah. try to be hard all the right, time. Exactly. You know, maybe they're not. Mm-hmm. Maybe some more than the others. Yeah. But yeah. they're just there to support their friend. Right. Really. They're not out there trying to do bad stuff. They're right. there for Oscar right now. Yep. And they all know Oscar's mom. She's probably been a mother to all of them for, for 10 years. Absolutely. You know? So she's there trying to keep everyone together, saying we need to pray for him. They're all praying for him. He's got to pull through. Yeah. And ultimately, we know he doesn't. And I think the movie has great editing. Like All the technical aspects of this film is wonderful. Mm-hmm. And we, when we see Oscar die, it's from them praying, and you hear the prayer, and then it starts to show Oscar with his daughter out on the street playing, yeah. you know, with the sun setting behind them. It's a gorgeous shot, and you're hearing the prayer played over it, mm-hmm. and then they finish praying, and then a couple seconds later, it smash cuts to, like, bags of blood being thrown in the trash can, and then we see Oscar's corpse laying there dead. Yep. It's such an amazing scene. I love it. I love the whole sequence there. I, I do too. Um, it's it's you're you're right about it being wonderfully edited because mm-hmm. you're you're hearing Octavia Spencer's voice Ugh. over top of of these other images. God, man, it's so good. And then throughout this whole encounter, I mean, like like first, b- 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 when they first rush Oscar to the hospital, you see Sophina from the back watching the cop cars and the ambulance drive away. Mm-hmm. And like Melanie Diaz just has her head down. She's not bawling and screaming. She's just like she has her her hand on her forehead, and you mm-hmm. see it from the back. Mm-hmm. And you can just about imagine what her face is doing, contorting and everything. Yeah. But you don't see it. Mm-hmm. It's a really nice touch, both mm-hmm. from her and from you know Ryan Coogler staging it. Yep. And then when we get to the hospital and all this stuff happens, like throughout the whole encounter before Oscar actually passes away, Octavia Spencer isn't crying. Yeah. She she's she's being strong. She's being really strong, mm-hmm. and she and she's she's like trying to keep everyone, 
um, she's trying to comfort Sophina, but also trying to mm-hmm. corral all these dudes who, mm-hmm. who keep coming in, and they just keep having these outbursts, understandably. Mm-hmm. And then when they get the news that 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 Oscar has died, uh, the doctor, that one of the nurses, brings Octavia in to like see him and I guess identify yeah. positively and stuff. Yeah. And they pull the, the 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 blanket back, and that's when she loses it. Yeah, she says she blames herself. Yep, I told him to take the train. Yep, you know my fault. You know. <laughs> Maybe I could have raised him better. She's probably thinking, "Oh you know, yeah, maybe none of this would have happened if I wasn't a bad mother." Yeah, yeah. You weren't a bad mother, of course Octavia. Not. Of course <laughs> you know, not. You have never been a bad mother. No, <laughs> she's been such a great person her whole life. And then when you, you know, um, d- d- what what can you do? You you can only do your best. Yeah. And and it's, it's sometimes it's not good enough, right? Mm-hmm. And you have to watch. Now you are a parent who has outlived their child. Ugh, that sucks. Yeah, that's the worst thing you can do. Um, we see Sophina pick up little Tatiana mm-hmm. from her sister's house, and uh, they go back home. And when she picks her up from her sister's house, you see her sister in the bathroom with her head in her hands. Yeah, and just she's devastated at what happened. She can't believe this. Right. So she goes, picks up her daughter, and they go home, take a shower, and she's like, "Well, where's Daddy?" You know. And then that's the end. It cuts yeah. to black and. God, you just like, well, yeah, yeah. Now she's fatherless. Yep. This is great. Yep. It's so <laughs> just oh. punch me again in the gut. <laughs> it's it's what movies are supposed to do. I know. You know, it's supposed to it's supposed to affect you this much. I, like we we look to movies for reality, and you that's know? when I cry. Yeah, of course. This final scene, and then it cuts to black, and then what really gets me is it shows the what happened. It just title cards come up. Yeah, and I'm reading these sentences. And these sentences are affecting me more than almost anything I've seen in the movie because this is all built up to this. I know. I know. It says the guy was convicted of murder or something. Involuntary manslaughter. But didn't he appeal it and he got manslaughter or some shit? Well, he he was first he was first arraigned and charged with first degree murder. Okay. And then he got manslaughter. Yeah. Throughout the trial, the, the, the jury believed his story about grabbing for the taser and pulling the gun by mistake. And I think what it is, because the first title card says he was convicted of first degree murder. Mm-hmm. And you're like, yes, mm-hmm. fucking right. Right, right. And then the next title card says after whatever, mm-hmm. after he claimed this, yeah. it was, you know, involuntary manslaughter. Right. And you're just like, what the fuck? No. Uh-uh. He got two years and served 11 months. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For killing someone. Yeah. Um the, 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 you know what everybody? Um <laughs> when 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 the when riots happen in your city over stuff like this, just try for once to think how someone else feels. It might be hard. It, 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 I know it's hard. Of course <laughs> it's hard for you because you know like like you've spent your whole life with this tunnel vision, but just imagine for a second if that was your son or daughter gunned down in the street by by a police officer mm-hmm. who was not doing what they what they took their vows to do. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't conceive of it because, and I can't conceive of it because it's never happened to me. I don't want it to happen. To of me. course, nobody wants that to happen. Of course. Oh God. But but it happens more often than it should, and and it's going to keep happening until you know we, we we get over this this until the sun explodes. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah absolutely. Oh my God. Uh, one thing I just want to say before we close, mm-hmm. uh, Rachel Morrison was the cinematographer for this film. Okay, yeah. And goddamn <laughs> quality, top-notch, highest praise you could give somebody. <laughs> and she also shot um, Dope, Cake, she just did Mudbound, which I hear is like oh, in the race yeah. for cinematography yeah, yeah. for an Oscar. And she's shooting Black Panther with Ryan Coogler. Holy shit. Who Michael B. Jordan is also in, by the way. So that's a Marvel movie you might want to watch. Yes. <laughs> they, they, they keep pulling me back in, man. Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man. Anything else, Dave? Um, No. Um, I, I think we... The only other thing was just... Um, I remember I, re- I read... I had referenced a, like a review that I didn't agree with previously, but uh, uh, Stephanie Zakarik from The Village Voice um, really kind of uh, did a... Uh, something that I really agree with. She said, um, it's a restrained but forceful picture, and it dramatizes Oscar's last day by choosing not to dramatize it. The events mm-hmm. unfold casually without any particular scheme. And it's it's kind of just like what we had talked about, how yeah. they're, they're, they're just kind of documenting what it's like to be a normal person. Right, yeah. Um, and not 
uh, making any judgments or, or asking you to feel one way or another about it. Yeah. You know, I can see people finding it boring, actually. Uh, me too. I don't find it boring for a second. No. But some people maybe because there's not really action happening a lot. You know, and some if, things happen, but yeah. it's, not, it's just this daily life. And if you did find it boring, as long as you came out of it with the right mindset and, and knowing that what happened to him was unfair, that, then I'm cool with you. <laughs> you know, honestly, <laughs> that that's fine with me. Dude, because I'm, I'm still cool with you if you don't like the movie. Just oh, so really? You know. Oh, okay. You're an idiot. Yes. But I'm cool. We're good. You know. I don't want to fight anyone. Of You're course. You're not going to fight anyone on no, a train. No, I, I'm Come not. On. I'm not going to spit on the floor and 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 try to pick a fight with someone in front of my mother. But you know. <laughs> okay. So, uh, would you recommend the movie, Dave? Yes, I would. Uh, this is a four star recommend. Okay. I am going to give it five stars. Oh, all right. I will recommend it. Okay. I was on the fence four or five, but I am doing five. This is a very good movie. Yes, it is. And this was Ryan Coogler's debut feature, folks. S- stunning. Uh, he's only done like three or four movies now, mm-hmm. and goddamn. Well, and and you you mentioned off air that oh, yeah. that Coogler Jordan is the new you know like That's Scorsese, Scorsese De Niro. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah definitely. Here we go, everybody. Get ready for twenty more <sighs> years of of like dynamite movies yeah um starring you know like a truly excellent actor a real find and Mm -hmm. and a a director who obviously has been a visionary since day one yeah it's great stuff yep so that wraps things up if you like what you heard please subscribe in apple podcasts rate it review it most of all share it and if you don't use uh that crappy app use something else to get our podcast we're anywhere you can find podcasts or go to dudesonmovies.com and find anything you need right there yes and we're on facebook twitter and instagram just look for dudes on movies and our email address is dudesonmovies at gmail.com uh-huh and dave what is the question of the week uh the question of the week what is your favorite on-screen depiction of abuse of power by the police yeah so not not a movie per se just a scene Mm -hmm. anything you can think of uh, is really effective or you just like how it's portrayed that's um, right. Or if you're some kind of racist, maybe you just like that. Jesus Christ. Yes. But why are you listening to this? Exactly. Then? Yeah. You can feel free to just turn us off. <laughs> so with that being said, <laughs> happy new year, everybody. Yeah. Everybody's. Yeah. <laughs> so we're bringing in the new year with dudes on demand. We're starting with 1991's Terminator 2 Judgment Day, directed by James Cameron and starring Arnold Schwarzenegger. This is a classic and uh, this was from Skyler, who wrote us a nice email, so thank you very much. Mm-hmm. And Dave, until next week, I'm your dude, Scott. I'm your dude, Dave. And we'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.